Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time is a member of a legendary wrestling family, Hello Wrestling Dynasty. She is a Latina Heat, Shawl Guerrero. Shawl, thank you so much for doing this. Oh my God, thank you for having me, Philip. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thank you for the lovely introduction. <laughs> hey, I, I try. I'm, I'm afraid if I don't give a great introduction, they're just going to leave the Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, no. I'm but just to uh, start it off, like, how have you been during this whole pandemic thing and just what, what's been going on? Yeah, no, um, honestly, I feel like everyone has been struggling hard with the pandemic. You know, we have good days and bad days. Like, honestly, I feel like I have some days where I'm feeling super productive and optimistic and hopeful. And then um, there are some days I'm going to be very honest, like it's it's hard to get out of bed. You know, it's like we're I, I struggle with mental health and um, some days are just hard, you know, but today's a good day. I like I, I'm getting getting stuff done and I'm so excited because my debut is happening this Friday for Generation Championship Wrestling. So I'm trying to prepare as much as I can, even though my school is closed and I don't have a ring. <laughs> so I'm trying to prepare as much as I can. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great. It's in your blood. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of people have been like becoming quarantine alcoholics. <laughs> so, I mean, I know your husband, Matt, he's a big whiskey enthusiast. Uh, are, are you the same way? Because I know you're a bartender. I am a bartender. Um, I do. I, I, I won't lie. I have my my JMO, my JMO shot with a pickleback and that's like my thing. Um, but honestly, I'm super lame. I do the, the seltzers out of a can. Or I make a hell of a Bloody Mary. Like, I do like those. Um, but other than that, I mean, I um, I mean, food is my vice. Like, food has been a hard thing because you're just stuck inside. You're watching Netflix. You get munchy. You know, that that's more of my thing than uh, alcohol, I would say. No, I understand. It's like, oh, man, it should probably, like, work out or something. But the gym's closed, so you kind of have to find other ways to make make things work. Absolutely. So, I mean, I wanted to really just dive in there. Uh, you, yeah. you grew up with a famous father, Eddie Guerrero, one of the best to ever do this. He's the reason why I love pro wrestling. Oh, thank you. No, 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 absolutely. So, I mean, what was what was that like? I mean, what what kind of characters were coming in and out of the in and out of the house? <laughs> Um, honestly, so we were very much homebodies when it came to my dad, you know, my dad was on the road, you know, that WWE schedule, you know, you're on the road 300 days out of the year, pretty much. And so we were actually very low key. Like when dad was home, we were all home. Um, that was just like the rule. Like we didn't go out with friends. We didn't do anything. We spent a lot of family time together. Um, but it was, you know, it was challenging in a lot of ways because my dad was not um, shy about being very open about his, you know, drug and alcohol addiction and how he had to overcome his demons. And so um, being in that family was difficult the majority of my life. Um, but when my dad uh, was sober and good, especially in the last couple of years of his life, it was um, a wonderful, wonderful household. So much joy, so much laughter. My dad is a goofball. Uh, and I like to think I, I'm very much like him in that way. Uh, it, it was it was intense, but it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, honestly. Absolutely. So, I mean, you, you talked, your dad made it very public about, you know, his recovery and whatnot. A lot of people say the promo he cut on Lesnar before he wins the title is the hard times promo of this generation. Would, would you agree? 
my dad put 110% in everything that he did. And when my dad cut a promo, I remember I would have a hard time watching sometimes, especially when, you know, uh, he had his feud with Lesnar and everything. Um, and with Ray, uh, you know, like you, you couldn't deny his emotion and that he was pulling from something very real, very, very real. And so I think like my dad has taught me that um, he's taught our whole family that like what you do, you do 100%. And of course you had amazing people in the back, um, you know, like helping him out with that. And when not like um, dusty roads taught me what my dad knew how to do and it's evoking and um, pulling from your own personal life. No, that's awesome. I mean, Dusty, obviously one of the greatest promos of all time. So it's awesome that you had that learning tree, your father and of course, Dusty. But I mean, you were in WWE, you were in FCW before it became what we know as NXT today. I mean, you were still like in the early stages of NXT and like full sale and whatnot. So I mean, you went under the name Raquel Diaz. And I've heard you talk about they wanted you to earn the Guerrero name. How did you react to that? Um, Honestly, like, man, I was a kid. I was a kid when I was there. I was only 19. And, um, and honestly, like whatever I've always been taught, like, even when I was a child backstage, like, you know, you respect what they have to tell you. And they, as in like WWE, they're higher ups, you know what I mean? And so, um, I kind of like took it on the chin and I was like, okay, um, that that's a lot of pressure. It's already a lot of pressure being a Guerrero, let alone like having to earn the Guerrero name, which I never thought I was good enough to do. So I, um, obviously we went in left field and, uh, did Raquel Diaz kind of thing. Um, but I mean, it's so empowering and intimidating and overwhelming to be using my name now because I have a choice and a say in the matter. And so, um, I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, finally getting to do what I've always wanted to do for my family and, uh, my name, our name. Absolutely. Cause I mean, during those early NXT days, uh, I would see you and I, I do like a Google search, you know, I had to like find it on YouTube or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's Eddie Guerrero's daughter. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's that's cool. So, I mean, let's get back to FCW. You're the you're the Divas champion. You know, you're the champ of the division. What was your reaction when they were like, hey, we're going to put the title on you? And then I like how, how, how much did that kind of weigh on you? Like, I know I've heard stories of being WWE champion kind of took a heavy toll on your father. Honestly, um, like, at, like, yes, my father carried that championship because, uh, you know, my father took that championship and he, like, he just knew it wasn't just about the in-ring work, which is already a huge part of it. You know, you're entertaining and everything like that, but you're the face of the whole brand. And so if they were at a live event and he was on that card and they didn't have like enough like asses and seats he took that personally because he thought that like like this is my responsibility kind of thing so us guerreros love to put enormous amounts of pressure on ourselves um but um i was absolutely shocked because no one told me i was going to get the championship we um me and audrey marie at the time um we got our whole match together we were like all right we're about to go through the curtain in gorilla and they're like by the way uh, make sure uh, Diaz walks away with the championship. And I, we were both like, <laughs> we both were like, what? And, uh, you know, Audrey gave me a big hug and, uh, and we went out there and did the thing. So that's, that's, yeah. that's so WWE. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, Hey, exciting. by the way, you, you're going to be, you're going to be the face of this division. So <laughs> just, she was just... like, don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, 
obviously you left WWE because you were dealing with some uh, some mental health issues and an eating disorder. I mean, uh, how how'd you how'd you overcome that? It took a long time um, because believe me, like I initially on the first season of NXT, I was about to get a push. My last episode, I got to run in on Tamina and me and Tamina were going to have a program, which was huge to me because not only is Tamina, she's Tamina, like she's a powerhouse. She's badass. You know what I mean? And, um, and she was on the main roster, but she's been a longtime family friend and a, one of my mom's best friends on the road. And so I felt so honored, especially another generation wrestler. Um, but at that time I, it was, I was at the peak of my eating disorder. I was like rock bottoming and Joey Mercury, um, along with our trainer at the time that, uh, trained us in Tampa, Florida, Rob, um, stepped in and we're just like, you really need help. Like, it's not a thing anymore. Like it's either rehab or we need to discuss other things. And so I literally went into rehab like that next day. And, uh, it took over a year. I didn't want to leave WWE at the time, but I couldn't find a place where, I could handle my eating disorder and still going into recovery um, and being in a world that focused so much on body and so much on appearance. And um, I I was still struggling with the fact of how much I needed to eat in order to be an athlete. Um, My final matches there, I was barely eating anything and suffering a lot. Uh, My ring work was suffering terribly. Um, and so it's, um, it, I'm still working on it every single day. Honestly, I'm still working on it. I'm in a lot better place now for sure. No, absolutely. I mean, thank God we, we need Guerreros mm-hmm. in the business. We need them. Thank you. <laughs> so, I thank mean, you. But, We're trying. <laughs> hey, there we go. But I mean, you've had success outside of wrestling with the Vaudettes, yeah. the uh, burlesque dance group. How'd you, how'd you get involved in that? I know you're, you're, you're the choreographer for them, right? I am one of the choreographers. Okay. Yes, I, I do choreograph a lot for them. Um, but we have like so many other kick-ass choreographers. Um, Amy Bender, um, who is the leader and the um like executive producer, the whole shebang. Like she made the Vaudettes. But like, I mean, we all choreograph pretty much, which is amazing. Um, I got involved with them. Um, in, when I moved to Chicago like two years ago, and I found this group that was a part of like this underground speakeasy kind of thing and I thought that they were so cool because they had people of different color people of different um body types and like you don't get that in dance a lot like like, there's like one body type you know what I mean and I always thought like with any of the go-go groups I've done before I'm like I'm not good enough I'm not thin enough whatever this group fully embraced everybody as they came um and I didn't know like that um like people of all genders were allowed in there too. And that just made it even better. And so I auditioned, got in, and I haven't left them since. I've been, I'm so blessed to be a part of the Vaudettes. That's awesome. I know it's, it's very bo- body positive. And yes. you guys did Jericho's <laughs> Cruise earlier this year. What was that like? Oh my God, it was the best. It was like my, mind blown. We, it was insane that Jericho gave us a shot. Um, because we, I remember like sending him like, I'm sorry, we don't have a real, like, we just have this dinky little like practice video. And he was so into it, what we were doing. And, um, the fact that Jericho let us come on was, was insane. Um, the fans were amazing. We couldn't believe we were like, we had lighting and we had like all of this crazy stuff. We had a Tron and it was, it was insane. We're, we are still riding high from it. Um, 
honestly. And we can't wait to be back in October of next year to tear it up again. I'm I'm gonna have to go to one of these things, man. It looks you like a blast. It looks yeah. like a blast. <laughs> come on, come on down. It'll be fun. I'll try. I'll, I'll have to start saving up right now. But I mean, you've dipped your toes back into wrestling with WoW. You know, you were ring announcer there, and then you you ring announce for the AEW Women's Tag Team Cup. So I mean, what's what's the status with AEW? I mean, honestly, like. Um, uh, AEW clearly has the most elite announcer with Justin Roberts, you know what I mean? And so um, I feel very blessed that I got to work with him and learn from him um, and that Brandy Rhodes thought of me to come in and do the women's division. Um, I mean, you never know. I mean, they might want a female announcer for like, I mean, if AEW, AEW is just doing so many amazing things. And so I'm like, I hope they keep me on standby. They've, um, we're in a good, we have a good relationship um but honestly like uh i i would do anything for that company that company honestly was one of the reasons that i relit my fire to start training again in all seriousness like i got to work with um with dustin um and actually roll around with um the amazing uh roster up there um and it just lit all the fire in me all the good vibes and AEW has a wonderful work-life balance that you don't necessarily get a lot in other companies. And, um, and I was like, wow, I can still be a Vaudette possibly. And I could still maybe be a wrestler for this company one day. Like, that's my goal. That's my end goal. I want to work for AEW. I want to be on that roster as a wrestler or as a mic person or interviews, whatever, whatever. I just want to be a part of AEW because it's such a good and um, inclusive environment that I really appreciate. Yeah, I know. All-inclusive, that was one of the major things they were hammering home when they first started. I went to Double or Nothing last year in Vegas. I mean, it it's, it, it's great. It, AEW is such a wonderful place, and it really, really relit my fire for pro wrestling. So, I, I mean, you're, you're stepping back into the ring after a six-year hiatus. Yeah. Uh, you said this coming Friday, right? Yep, this coming Friday, Generation Championship Wrestling. So, I mean... Did you have any talks with like Cody or Dustin about like, hey, you, you know, we both grew up with famous fathers. How did you guys kind of try to start carving your own legacy? Honestly, like we didn't have that particular talk because honestly, when I was at AEW, things were crazy and you're just and you're popping around. You're trying not to get in anyone's way. But I mean, me and um, Dustin got to talk more than me and Cody did because Cody, I mean, you know, he's like running around taking care of everything. Um, but honestly, like I, I didn't get to ask that particular question, but I did like Dustin and I had a lot of really amazing talks where it's like, we're family, like, like wrestling families are family no matter what, because we like, no one else can understand to the extent that we do what it's like growing up in this business. Cause it's such a hard business. You see the heartbreak and you see the pain, both physical, mental, emotional that goes on and um, how the family has to deal. And then that you catch the, your own bug for it, which is like a point of pride, but it's also like terrifying for parents and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, that's all I really got to talk with Justin about. Otherwise it was uh, how to make my wrestling better. And how to, you know, like you being a trainer, like being our trainer and whatnot. So I hope in the future I get to have that conversation with him. No, absolutely. 100%. So, I mean, you won't just be uh, wrestling Friday. You're being booked in advance. 
you're going to be at GSW in New Jersey in February. Brandon, we had him. I interviewed him last week, and he's he's such a great guy. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts about a global syndicate wrestling I, from what you've talked to Brandon about? Oh, man, I'm honestly so excited because it's a brand new uh, it's it's brand spanking new. And like, honestly, like I didn't know I was wrestling Deanna until like they posted it. And I was like, holy crap, like I marked out so bad. Honestly, I was just like, what? Like, I couldn't believe it. Um, I feel very honored that I get to be already a part of like this um that they wanted me to be a part of their brand new journey. So I can't wait. I'm like, I feel very, very humbled that the wrestling community has been so supportive and has opened like the doors for me to go in and learn and um, be able to work with their amazing talent. So I feel, I'm just humbled. Honestly, I'm extremely, extremely humbled and I hope I can do everybody proud and whatnot. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've, heard, I've heard you in other interviews say you want to wrestle like Jessica Havoc and Tessa Blanchard. I mean, that's the one like a Blanchard Ooh. versus Guerrero. Like uh, we've never seen it before. Oh, it would be it would be delicious. I don't know. That's just the only word I can think of. I'm like, oh, I would love I've I've been watching Tessa for a long time. And even like funny story, like I so I'm in an I am the announcer for wow. Um David McLean passed that torch to me, which I feel very blessed about. And um and even being at wow, I would be so like of course thankful and wonderful. I get the best seat in the house. I got the best job in the house. But I would feel so sad because I wanted to roll around with everybody so much and watching Tessa Tessa is someone to just, I love watching her wrestle. She's so intense. She's so crisp and she's so just, she puts snap on everything. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I want to, I want to learn from you. I want to be in there with you. And I, we had like a little crying moment after like one of the first shows we did um, in LA together. And um, yeah, I would absolutely love to wrestle both of those amazing ladies, Jessica Havoc too. So many people, it's hard. I get that question every time on Twitch. Like, who do you want to wrestle? I'm like, everybody, I want to wrestle everybody. Absolutely. I mean, I saw Tessa Blanchard out here in the Bay Area live once. She's legit. I mean, she just she gets it. She mm-hmm. just she gets it. It's it's absolutely amazing. So, I mean, are, are we going to really see like the luchador style that your dad incorporated into his work once you once you step into the ring? And I heard you've been working on your own frog splash. <laughs> I have I have frog splashes for special occasions for sure um I mean I haven't I've been pretty open about the fact that I've got um not the best neck in the business I will admit that um on and I will not I want to like let everybody know this like I am not going to be the spank like exactly like my dad I am not and like my dad was one of a kind no one will ever measure up to what he did um I am not in, I'm not proficient in the luchador kind of style. I think it's beautiful. I'll base, I'll base for you. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. Um, but I'm a more ground and pound kind of girl. Uh, but not to say I have the best three amigos in the business besides my cousin Chav- Chavito. And, um, and I'm definitely working on a lot of the intensity. I feel like my, I love watching my father. I was actually watching him right before I got on here with you. And um, I, his intensity, that's what I want to emulate more than anything is his intensity and his prowess in the ring and how much he made his opponent look great in the ring. That's what I want to take. Funny. I was watching your dad before we started this too. I was watching the ladder match yeah. he, had, he had with RVD on raw for the IC title. So yeah. good. So good. Awesome. So, I, I mean, was just wh- watching uh, him and D Malenko, him and D Malenko, like amazing. D Malenko, another one of my favorite wrestlers. It's just like, boom. Absolutely. Insane. 
So, I mean, will there be some lying, cheating, and stealing? Oh, honey, that's just that's just <laughs> our family motto. It's just in the blood. Like, you can't get rid of that. Whether it's wrestling, dancing, I don't know, whatever whatever else we're doing, we always do a little bit of lie, cheat, and steal for the right reasons. Absolutely. If I could tell you a quick story. So, I was an amateur yeah. wrestler in high school, right? And I had to wrestle a teammate of mine, and I'm up one point. And so, he's kind of just, like, trying to – he's, like, on he's on top, and he's trying to, like – maneuver me around and I'm just not moving. I'm exhausted. I'm gassed. So I stalled, which you're not supposed to do that. I just made it look like I was doing something and I, I win the match. Right. And we get off the mat. He's like, what'd you do that for? And I said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> I, I, I had to, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, you're like, when I first started watching wrestling, I connected with your father. I'm like, that guy's dope, you know? Thank and you. like, like when we would watch like SmackDown or something, my friends and I would BS wrestling. But when Eddie came out, hey, yo, 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 let, let's watch. You know Aww, what I mean? I mean, he was thank just, you. just like you could connect with them. And, and there's a real connection with him out here in the Bay Area. He won the title out here. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was it like for your family? You know, like dad brings home this giant shiny toy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were just so proud of him. Like just so proud. Like and like it, it blew our minds. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's like, he's carrying the company now and he's like this smaller wrestler, Mexican American, like fucking like breaking, breaking barriers. And, you know, and that was the thing when you were talking to about just like how, how you felt like you connected with him. And I, I get it too. Like, even like, Eddie Guerrero, the wrestler is Eddie Guerrero, the wrestler to me it's and Eddie Guerrero, my dad is completely separate. But when I watch him wrestle and he has pure joy, like the same amount of joy that he had when he was playing with me and my sister or watching us do something awesome that he thought was cool, you know, or anger, like, like his anger on TV was legit anger at home. Like he emulated so much and he really gave you guys everything he could everything he could. And so it's just, um, it's beautiful to watch. And I hope I can do the same thing to a a fraction of the degree that he could. Um, but yeah, we were just so proud of him because he, he eat, breathed, like did everything wrestling. That was his huge passion, huge passion. Absolutely. And I mean, thank you guys for letting him be on the road and entertaining us so much. Uh, a buddy of mine wanted wanted me to ask you this. Now, your father was a big focal point of Chris Benoit's episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Could we see an, a full episode about your dad or even some sort of documentary in the works? I don't know. Um, uh, it's uh, honestly like WWE pretty much owns his whole likeness. And so we don't have any say in anything, um, which is kind of like insane. Um, but uh but yeah, I've honestly, I wouldn't know like anything that's come out of my dad. I've never been informed of. We, I find out through the grapevine. So um, I think it would be wonderful um, to, I mean, there are already like his live cheat and steal um, documentary that WWE made was beautiful. And so like any other documentaries I think would be wonderful so long as, you know, they respect everything that he did and everything he put out there. You know what I mean? Um but uh, I still haven't been able to watch the Chris Benoit dark um, that episode. I yeah, it's so hard to I I can't I don't know if I can watch it. Uh, I'll get up the the courage one day. No, no, that's completely it hits, it hits home. Yeah, 
that's completely sure. that's completely understandable. I mean, I know WWE next year they're coming out with like Legends docs. They're doing one on like Yokozuna and British Bulldog. Maybe maybe Eddie's gonna get one of those. Maybe yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you never know. I mean, and WWE is like so much great content. I I really do love that they're like really like doing so many documentaries that you can really know the wrestlers that you see every week. Like I just watched um, Libs um today and it was awesome and so i'm like i really appreciate that they that they do that for their superstars and for the fans all right i haven't seen hers yet no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers no all good no go watch it it's good so i mean what advice did your mom give to you about getting into the wrestling business because i mean like she took to this like a fish into water she's so good she's so good thank you um real talk she said don't fuck up No, no, no. Like she, she's always been very supportive. Um, like I remember when I told her I really wanted to do this and she started being wonderful and bringing me on the road with her be like to make sure I could understand what it's going to take, um, to be able to live that road life, like feel like crap because you just, you know, took 20 bumps out there and now you got to drive five hours, you know, like she wanted me to really understand that. Uh, she only had one rule, which I totally broke. She was like, don't marry a wrestler and go kick some ass. And I was like, okay. (laughs) uh, I I married a wrestler obviously, but, um, but yeah, no, she's always been so supportive. She's still supportive to this day. She's always still a worried mama because she knows about my neck and my previous injuries and she wants me to be safe, but she's always in my corner. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, could, could we could we see like at a show you're booked and we hear excuse me and like oh Vicky's walking her daughter out to the ring is is that possible? You never know, man. I mean, like we've always wanted to be able to do that. We've never. I think we got to do it one time um, on my very first match, my very first uh, match when I was at FCW, and it was like uh, it wasn't even a TV match. It was like I think we were in Gainesville and we were in like some kind of high school auditorium and we did it. Um, but, uh, you never know. And that's the beauty of AEW. They let their superstars go and, um, be able to be involved in other promotions. So you never know. Awesome. Awesome. So what advice would you give somebody that wants to get into the wrestling business and wants to get into dance? Oh my God. So (laughs) for the wrestling business, I feel like more specifically, like hold on to your joy of what wrestling is. I, I honestly think I lost it um, along the way when I was at FCW and, and WWE, cause I got so bogged down in pressure and perfection and body image. And honestly, like, hold on to your joy because this is a hard business. It's going to break your heart and break your body a lot of the time. So hold on to your joy. You remember why you love to do it and have a work-life balance, really try and balance your life. Um, because it's so easy to get obsessed and consumed with wrestling with dance Um, your body exactly how it is right now is a dancer's body. Don't succumb to the thing of like, I need to look like a ballet dancer. I need to weigh this much, or I need to be this. No, 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 no. Do you right now? Like, and give everything, give give your all, give 110% with everything you do and have fun. Absolutely. All right. Now the rapid fire portion of the interview. (laughs) Favorite match of your dad's. Oh God. (laughs) That's so hard. Um, all of them. You can say all of them. It's okay. I've, oh, anything with my dad and Kurt Angle, Dimalenko, and Chris Benoit. Oh. You, I, you know what's one of my favorites of your dad's? 
the, la- the latter match for Dominic. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, on paper, it sounds ridiculous, but he and Ray and Dominic. Yeah. Knocked it out of the park. It was amazing. Everyone did great. I, didn't my mom climb the ladder at one point? I think so. I, I know, like, she missed her cue. Or because you like, if you watch the thing back, your dad's like, Where's Vicky? You, you can see it. But uh, oh man. Yeah, it's I, been a long time since I've seen it. I gotta check it out again. Same here. I, I think she may have climbed the ladder. I, I can't really remember. Um, all right, what's your what's your favorite memory of your dad? Oh, I miss his hugs. Honestly, like he would he would always like call me baby girl and give me just the best hug every time we picked him up at the airport, and uh, that's what I miss the most. Favorite Vicky Guerrero moment. Oh my God. There's so many. There's, there's so many. Oh my God. Oh, da, 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 da. Um, my mom and I, sorry, this is like the first thing that's popping up into my head. My mom and Santino Morella were freaking hilarious whenever they did anything together. So I love that. <laughs> uh, favorite match of all time. Oh my God. Um, favorite match of all time. I guess when my dad like won against Brock Lesnar, it's just, it's in the books. And, and even then it's like, I don't know. It's just maybe because it's more of like um, a feeling memory than, than like my, than talking about like the technicalities of the match. It's just like the one I'm most emotionally connected to because it was his big moment. Absolutely. I think people here in the Bay, they're, they're going to love that because, you know, he won the title here and then uh, favorite game to stream on Twitch. Ah, uh, Animal Crossing. It's Animal my baseline. Crossing, sure. It's my baseline. I'm getting obsessed with Mario Odyssey though right now. Uh, absolutely. And last one, favorite tattoo. <gasps> um, I would have to say my eating disorder recovery tattoo. I have a Day of the Dead uh girl, and she's like really badass. She has the eating disorder um recovery symbol right in the middle of her forehead, and she's a badass. So I got it right out of rehab. So it means a lot to me. Awesome, awesome. This just came to my mind, but what's going to be your entrance theme? Oh, um, I'm actually working with a band right now because I'm I'm gonna try and get some custom music to pay homage to my dad, but also like make it way more hard rock. Oh, sorry, that's the dog. Um, but make it way more, um, like yeah, hard rock, more my style kind of thing. Absolutely, I know. Like you took a piece of his gear and it's incorporated into yours. So it that's- is. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, Shawl, thank you so much for doing this. I, I appreciate the time. Where can the people find you? Okay. Uh, let's see. You guys can find me on Twitch at Shaw Guerrero. You can find me on Instagram at Shaw Guerrero. You can find me on Twitter at Guerrero underscore Shawl. And uh, Patreon, you guys can find me there. 18 and up, please. And um, yeah, you, I pretty much, I think that's all the social medias. There's so many now. It's hard to keep track absolutely Shaw. thank you so much for doing this and once again i mean your dad made me fall in love with this business so much i'm wearing the i'm your poppy shirt i, I, I can had, see i love I, it i had to, i had to bust it out i had to Shaw, thank, thank you so much of course my feeling i don't care if you don't like me uh, everybody wants to fight me if you feel it pay this has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.